0: All right, let's do it. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Kara with Freed Indeed. I hope you guys are all having a great day so far. Um, I wanted to bring on today, I have a very special guest, uh, one of my dear friends, Miss Mallory. How are you doing today, ma'am?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: Really lovely as well. Um, I actually wanted to bring Mallory on. Mallory is a professional podcaster herself. (laughs)
1: so thanks yeah she's
0: (laughs) phenomenal and um mallory tell us a little bit about your pod
1: sure um first i want to say thank you so much kara for having me on i am honored to be on your podcast um so yeah so my podcast is called those other girls with mallory and friends and in this podcast we talk about life career relationships and pop culture from the christian conservative perspective so we are talking about things such as Kim Kardashian. We talked a little bit recently about Morgan Wallen. Um, but then we're also discussing topics such as abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, these are topics that women, young adult women specifically, we're talking about on the regular. Like whether we want to admit it or not, we're talking about things such as abortion. We're talking about human trafficking. We've had mm-hmm. um, guests on that have run, um, who've been the uh, directors over like safe houses. We oh, wow. have had guest on um we had someone on to talk about period poverty and um for example we on the episode we learned that in the appalachia so um you know it's part of north carolina tennessee Mm -hmm. and another state um the they have period one in two girls have period insecurity one in two Mm. and the world average is one in five so we talk about those topics as well but we're also having some fun Um, we had recently just had a tea party, like a meetup tea party Mm. that was super fun. Um, and it was in Lynchburg, Virginia. Mm. So yeah, so we're just a super girly. It's pink. It's fun. We're (laughs) laughing. We're crying. Well, we're not really crying. Well, if anybody cried, I was going to say no one cried, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've cried once or twice. Um, so we're laughing, we're crying, we're joking, we're Serious, we're it's just a podcast really for girls who are looking for something different. A lot of the female led podcasts, obviously not this one, not um but a lot one. of the female led podcasts are really kind of ditzy and sexual. Mm-hmm. And like the number one female podcast, I'm not going to say the name, is uh, we a know. podcast where girls talk about their sex lives mm-hmm. and you know, there's cursing up and down the wazoo, and yep. you know. If that's your scene, that's your scene. But some of us kind of want to hear about what's going on in pop culture, but Mm -hmm. we don't really want to hear about your last night's hookup, or we don't really want to hear the F word every five seconds. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's really who the podcast is for. And, um, yeah. Okay. That's Those Other Girls.
0: I love it. Yeah, no, actually, Mallory and I, our first – the first time we ever met, we I remember us having this conversation.
1: Yeah, we bonded over both having podcasts. We did,
0: and I was like, "You're," I was like, "No way," and you're like, "Yes way."
1: Well, because it's also everyone and the grandmother I meet says they want to start a podcast, and I'm I'm the friend that's going to tell you go do it, mm-hmm. start the podcast, start the blog, start the YouTube channel. But nobody, I feel like nobody actually does do it. Mm. So it feels good to meet someone who and meet someone who is. On the same journey as me, because then Mm -hmm. there's also like I know a girl who got like one million downloads within the first couple of months. Wow! And that's not really my story. So.
0: (laughs) Well, hey, I mean, you did just hit 50K. I did hit 50K. Thank you. She is awesome. Let me just say she hit 50K. Was it was it in total? Yeah, 50k total. Wow, it's um, amazing. And we're about to hit our three year in August. So. Yeah, girl, that is amazing. I, just you say. know what? And that's a huge. That's huge. Thank you, thank yeah. you. And
1: that it, like, not to tune my own horn, but just to put things in perspective. Um, and even with you, a lot of I don't know if you know this, a lot of podcasts stop at like episode six or seven, mm. and people kind of just give up. And we're about to be mm. on year three. Wow. And. For myself and for you because you're still going at it too mm-hmm. and just for context everybody listening um people most people stop because you're not unless you have so the girl i know that hit a million she does have tons of money she has a whole she already had like a platform and everything oh, so wow, like okay. people when you um when we think of the podcast that we like the most popular podcasts, they're backed by you know thousands of dollars they oh, already yeah. have platforms and everything But independent podcasters like ourselves, we don't have all of that. So our numbers are not going to look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we both have kept going and will continue to keep going
0: um, makes a huge difference. Absolutely. No, that's huge. And she works so hard, you guys. I'm telling you. (laughs) She has a full-time job and she manages. You record every week, don't you?
1: Yes. We try to do two a week. We absolutely do one a week. Um, so on our Saturdays, really quick Our Saturdays we do um, Like a weekly TCAP So we take five to six stories That were like very popular um, During that week and discuss them And on Tuesdays is when we do like interviews So that's when we would have someone Who has worked with human trafficking survivors mm. Or um, we've had Someone who uh, Oh, we had someone on who uh, Was a director of a Montessori school And we kind of learned a little bit about that like education um,
0: So yeah Wow. Yeah. Well, that is those other girls. Go check them out. I will uh link them in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Mallory, we've been trying to get together forever, honestly. Months, it feels months like. and months. And <laughs> it's been, you know, it, it's like the devil been trying to keep us away. Seriously. He's been trying, and we're like, nope, we're going to record." Yeah,
1: I'm so glad we're actually doing it today. I know. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Well, Mallory, I today I want to talk about um Jesus in popular culture. So, how do you really, I guess my question for you is, how as a conservative podcaster, how do you have a pop culture podcast and still have conservative views? Like, what does that look like, um, like in the day to day and how does that relate, I guess, to what popular culture, what's happening around us um, in today's world, I guess? Great question.
1: Um, so I think the biggest thing is we are all operating on a worldview. People mm-hmm. who are secular, who aren't Christians, they have a worldview, and I have a worldview as a Christian, and I'm going to see the world through those lenses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, perfect example, it's another popular podcast um, these girls were talking about. Um, some. I guess someone submitted an ar- something in, it was like, um, is it okay if my boyfriend wants to go to a strip club? And the mm-hmm. girls are like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I think it's okay. I I did see that one. If he wants to, sure. Like, yeah, (laughs) let him go. I mean, don't be like a mean girl. Like, just let him go. Like, if as long as he comes home (laughs) to you, let him go
0: and don't be a prude you know yeah
1: yeah don't be a prude like (laughs) let him go i mean if he wants to have sex with 10 other girls like (laughs) while you're watching do it like that's how some of these like no that's 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 really how they are that's the other thing about the podcast is like our ideas like we're having conversations too but we're giving this other perspective because most Mm. like pop culture you're right like most pop culture things are um podcasts and whatnot they're not going to have that christian conservative perspective and when you come even to the um, idea of abortion, so one of the things as a Christian, um, I am pro life. Right. And it is a difficult conversation to have, but this is the truth. We know that life begins at conception. We know right. that f- we have philosophy and science on our side. Um, and obviously, we have the Bible. So, you know, we're having these conversations, and what we're going to say is going to be different. When right. Roe was overturned, um, I had like all my notifications. I had already pre recorded an episode because I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. Um, uh, I had already pre recorded an episode, and when Roe was overturned, I immediately submitted. I already had it, um, in the queue. I just had to click, um, like submit. I did that immediately because I knew that people were wanted to know what was going on, and um thank god i did that was our most listened to episode last year and the thing is people are looking to hear the answers and they want to know like what is going on people want to know the truth people want to hear other people's opinions as they're forming their own right and um as a christian that's interested in pop culture i think it's important for myself and for others who are in this field to be in those conversations. So when they were searching for that, hmm. because I put the podcast out immediately, my podcast was in their search. Now, did we get some people leaving not so nice replies? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, were people upset? Sure. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I love about you. You you're outspoken and you do not care. I do not care. And I just respect you so much for that oh,
1: thank because you. like
0: I want to be more like that. I want to be more. Um, yeah. I mean like. As a recovering people pleaser myself, I, <laughs> I'm working on not caring. And so I just respect that a lot. That's well,
1: great. I'll say this, like, I don't care, but I will say that I value, like, people I care about and I love. I do mm-hmm. value their opinion and the sense of, like, if we were having that tough conversation, I would be doing everything in my power, like, listen to you and make sure that, like, the we're having a conversation, we're both coming at it from... The same, I care about you, you care about me, but we might disagree right. on this thing. Right. And I will say, like, when people come to me, so when I've done, um, like, activism and um, people have come up yelling or, like, if I'm online and someone says me things, like, I don't care about that at all. I have no idea how or why mm-hmm. because growing up, I absolutely care about what everybody thought about me. But I don't know. I guess I just don't – it doesn't bother me anymore. Maybe – I don't know why. It just doesn't... Sometimes, I'll say this, like, a good joke with my brother. If someone makes a comment about, like, I'll say, like, my appearance, it's not that... Like, I'm like, oh, okay, I've heard those before. But if someone says something about, like, something I'm secure about, so, like, I really, for example, I really think I have a pretty face.
0: You do have a pretty face. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely.
1: If someone says something about my face, I'd be like, wait, what do you mean? But, like, mm-hmm. if someone says something about, like, I don't know, like, my weight, something I'm I'm struggling with, I'd be like hmm, okay. Yeah. You're making some valid points there, me, but okay. Right. Okay, I hear what you're saying.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I hear you, I hear you.
1: I hear what you're saying. You are saying... But that doesn't have to do with what we're talking about right now. That was me,
0: but that's okay. Yeah. You're you're mad at the situation, not at me, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, yeah, and you have to realize that people are projecting, right? A hundred percent. Their own stuff, their own insecurities. A
1: hundred percent. And people are... What I always try to do and i'm not perfect but i do always try to do this is argue and have discussions with the topic not the person especially online because i don't know the person on the other screen like um there was this one time so i want to say it was around when the the decision was leaked so about a year ago um myself and a bunch of other pro-lifers we were just Inundated with all of these different people in our DMs saying all these crazy things Mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. And this one person, I was like, okay. Like, I try not to block people because (laughs) I'll be honest, I think that what i'm saying is the truth yeah. so you might be mad at me but at least you're reading the truth so right when, you're, when you go before god like you can't say you didn't know you right read it. right you read right it on right, maui's right. page you read it on maui's page so this one person just kept and i was like mm. maybe i'm just going to block them because it's starting to get annoying yeah and i was talking with a friend and he was like you know what the reality is it's is probably like a 12 year old like at home bored out of his mind and he's just commenting on all of your stuff and i was like that's very true and that puts everything in perspective like mm-hmm. sometimes it is just a random kid that's bored and thinks it's funny like oh, I'm gonna do this like right. this one person added me to like a group chat of all <laughs> pro choice people oh my god and when I scrolled up they were like I added her to the group chat everybody be nice to her first and I was like <laughs> you idiot, I can (laughs) see that you've said this about me. That is (laughs) so funny. I can see you said this about me. Why am I going to stay in this group chat? It was so weird. Oh my gosh. But you just gotta like, those type of stuff, just laugh. Yeah, and that's like
0: like your calling though, right? Like, you are so... I think the reason why those people don't phase you, like, if I were to go out to like, (laughs) personally, not that I wouldn't, because I would, to go like to like a pro-life rally and people were like coming up in my face, like, I would be a little bit It would freak me out.
1: Well, okay. So
0: like someone's yelling at me, like, or like aggressive. I think I tend to like, yeah, that freaks me out. So I'm like, I'm like, I feel like you're, you're good at just being bold and like, yeah.
1: Yes. Well, initially I will say like, that comes with like time and also like being comfortable with who you're with. Mm -hmm. I, so there's different types of people who do pro-life activism, I personally, um, like I stop at the door in the sense of like there's been times where I have um, like passed out bags or like information to girls going into an abortion facility. Um, just letting them know about their options. I'm mm-hmm. will never yell at someone, tell them they're going to hell. No, that's not no, no.
0: to me that's not productive. Um And that's yeah, it's never hatred. It was never gonna no. help anyone <laughs> but I'll be like oh here
1: like here's some information oh there's a pregnancy resource center right down the street do you need help with something right. I can help you? so I do that type of stuff there's people though that go in that go inside the facility and like pass out things like inside and like you can go to with our laws today you can go to jail for doing that oh wow so like that's my line like I said is like drawing there yeah. But I will say, like, when I do things, nine times out of ten, I am with people who I feel very comfortable with. And being in a good group of friends, mm-hmm. um, people who, you know, have your back, that right. also gives you a sense of comfort. That also gives you a sense of, like, um, give all helps you be brave. Like, it yeah. really
0: does. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, and I, And I just think I just... I have so much respect for that because I want to go to one. I haven't gone. I know I've tried. Me yeah. and you, We've tried, but I definitely think that it's on the list to go this year. Yeah. For sure. There's
1: always <clears> stuff <throat> going on, especially with North Carolina with our laws.
0: Right. No. And uh, tell me, how did you get, how did you get really, like, um, involved in the pro-life movement? Like, how did you get, like, when did it start for you? Like, how wow. did you start?
1: Another great question.
0: Thank you. I have a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so growing up, my mom was actually on the board for the Pregnancy Resource Center here in Charlotte. And everyone, I, so I went to Christian school, and obviously my mom um, was pro-life. My mom worked at a church, um, so my, everybody I knew was pro-life. In my head, it was a no-brainer. I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like, mm-hmm. why would you be anything other than pro-life? Right. Then I get to college. And no one else thought like that, right um, so I was just repeating back talking points that I had heard throughout my whole life, and I realized I didn't know like I was just repeating things that I heard I didn't really know for myself. Mm-hmm. so then when we would have conversations with my friends, they would say stuff to me, and I didn't have a talking point that I had memorized, and I was like, "Oh no, oh shoot, I need to learn for myself." so right. I started doing more research. And the more I started doing my research, the more I was like, wow, this is a big thing. Like, something needs to be done. Um, Somebody needs, like, (laughs) are we doing something about this? Mm. That's what I was thinking. Um, And then, to be honest, like, really what snowballed everything was my last year in college, um, my Students for Life, shout out to that org, uh, my Students for Life, um, they, at my college campus, they went to the March for Life. Mm. And it just from then I just kind of was like, Oh, you guys do something for life, let me come, let me come. And then eventually I just kind of um I'm one of those people that kind of just says yes. And uh through some of the stuff that I did with students for life, they would invite me to do things, and then one of my friends um was really involved and like would invite me to do things, and then I just kind of started thinking like some like this is one of the biggest human rights crises
0: mm-hmm.
1: of our generation. And somebody needs to do something. And I'm very big on, like, okay, if no one's going to do it, I'll do it. And I'm not saying, like, nobody's doing anything, but I'm just saying, like, something's wrong, so we got to do something about it. So I don't yeah. know. I just, I've just i had <clears throat> just this, like, okay, how can I help? How can I help? What can we do? Because I'm also a girl's girl, which I think sometimes – um when you hear someone's pro-life you don't really think like that because pro-lifers do kind of have a bad rep.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah.
1: But I'm a girl's girl. Like I very much love being a girl. I love my female friends. I love my male friends too. Not as much as my female friends of course but you know. <laughs> I love my girls and I really think that women are so strong. Absolutely. I think women are amazing. We can do something that men cannot do.
0: Mm-hmm. We bring
1: life into the world like if you just think about that for a second like our body contains a whole nother human mm. life
0: moment of silence I'm just kidding a, a <laughs> moment that. of
1: silence for the uh, female reproductive system yeah um no but seriously that is like such an amazing concept like a new soul is brought into the universe through our body right um and i think it's a Travesty that we fight against that, Mm. and that women feel like they can't do that. Mm -hmm. So I just really—that's another reason why I just think it's so important.
0: Wow. Yeah. And it's such a controversial topic. I mean, it
1: is very controversial. The (laughs)
0: controversy. And that's why you're so strong because I feel like it's literally like people will fight you tooth and nail on this one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Here's a good question. How do you how do you as a pro-life person like debate with a person who is pro-choice? Like how do you like what what is your how do you come how do you come against not come against, but how do you
1: have a conversation have a
0: conversation with them and like yeah, so say like for example, yeah, somebody you were talking to um because a lot of I feel like a lot of people come at it like, "Oh, you're taking away a woman's right" mm-hmm. or you know um, and so what what do you what would you say to someone like that, or that you know doesn't you know, yeah, I guess just disagrees with you because you know if, if anyone listening happens to you know, and again, you know there's no condemnation in Jesus christ no. we're all we're all human and we're all work in progress, right, and so what would you say to someone like, yeah, I'm just curious on that and
1: since you said that, I want to piggyback off what you just said really quick. Um, abortion is not the unforgivable sin. Mm-hmm. I went to a talk and someone who actually had an abortion and does abortion recovery work, she, um, said that, and <clears throat> that's just something that I think about all the time, is not an unforgivable sin, so if you have had an abortion, um, all you have to do is repent, and then it's, like, over with. Right. God will heal your heart. There's also, um, recovery, so you can always shoot, um, care... Kara can link my information if you ever want to reach out and um, Mm -hmm. I can connect you with someone who does recovery. Um, There's also some things that you can do for healing um, as well. So okay, so I just wanted to say that. Um, And also like Kara said, there's no condemnation. Like I don't hate anyone if they are Mm pro-choice. I don't hate anyone if they've had an abortion. That is just, that's not me. I'm just I'm very much so here's the other thing too, which is why I think, um I am like this. I'm very much black and white, and I know a lot of people think that life is in the gray and, and you know, that I disagree because <laughs> I think it's black and white, but um, I'm very much a person, like, if something's wrong, it's wrong. We can hate that it's wrong, and, like, there's so many things that I hate that it's wrong,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm not perfect, so I do things that are wrong, but, like, I can admit and I know that it's wrong. Right. I don't... Be- it's either right or it's wrong. It's mm-hmm. either a positive or a negative, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to issues of morality. Anyway, right. morality so, is a big
0: one. It's a big topic. Yes,
1: and I think this is this is a human rights morality issue mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, so, how do you talk to someone who is pro choice? I think the first thing that's really important is really to listen to the person. <clears throat> what are they saying? Like, um, what do they have? Like what is their argument, and kind of just Mm -hmm. um, taking apart their argument. So um, the one you said about women's rights, Mm -hmm. I think that that is a huge concern for a lot of people, which I understand why they are concerned about it. Um, Mm -hmm. What I would say to that is when an abortion is performed, it's performed on a... A separate person that performed on the woman. Mm-hmm. So when someone is pregnant with, let's say, Kara, she's pregnant with a boy, and boys have penises. <laughs> would we say that Kara has a penis? No, we no. say that the boy inside of her has a penis. Right. Um. So it's a separate human being, and I think that's something that I we have to recognize. And a lot of times too, you have to kind of come to the conclusion. Like there's certain things you have to come to the conclusion of, to continue a conversation. And I'll be honest, I'm not the best debater, um, but I do try, like, there are, th- I'm not the best debater, but there are a lot of arguments that I I believe I'm pretty good at, you know, dismantling. Yeah. So one of the things is establishing that it is a human, mm. I think that's very important so establishing that it is a human does it have human rights. Right. Um you know things like um when you are so life begins at conception so when egg meets sperm
0: mm-hmm.
1: um automatically there's a separate set of DNA like it's right. not even like so your cells have the same <laughs> DNA as you you a, a human will not have the same DNA as its mother mm-hmm. um, establishing things like that <clears throat> establishing that um, babies sometimes can have a heartbeat as early as four weeks, mm-hmm. a heartbeat can be detected. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, that's huge,
0: right? And I think people get so, it gets so distorted of, like, when does it start to be a life and when, like, again, a lot of people have that argument of, like, oh, it's not, it's just a clump of cells, right? Yeah. Or and then it's, like, oh, when, when someone is, you know, six months pregnant and they go and, you know, decide to have an abortion, like, how do you, how do you, um, what's the word, like, cognitively make a decision like that and be, like, no, that's not a child, You know, like, it it doesn't logically make sense in my mind. Right.
1: No, and I think that, um, well, and I think the when does life begin is a huge conversation. Um, and I think that it's so important to establish it, especially in law, because if we start willy nilly deciding, okay, you know what, today we think life begins at six weeks. You know, 15 years. 50, 500 years from now, we can say, life begins when it's your first breath. So even though it's a fully uh, developed child and they just came out, if we wanted to, not to be graphic, but slit the baby's throat, we could because it's not a human, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to have something concrete. And the only thing that we have that's concrete is, well, A, the Bible, but B, is the idea that life begins at conception because – when like when else would it when else would it begin
0: right yeah exactly like where's the line exactly Exactly. where's the
1: line and we have to have a definitive line which is why it's really important um, for the laws to catch up with science because this is it's scientific and it's philosophical because think about this another thing another argument people have is um, well the baby is dependent on its mother well so is a two year old so it was a one-year-old right. really. Like a one-year-old is still dependent on their mother. Could should you kill a one-year-old? Um mm. so yeah.
0: Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot of It is. <laughs> a lot of good conversations. Um I definitely I think that it's just really awesome what you do and um okay. yeah, I just feel like it's great to have you on finally. Like it's so nice and to hear kind of your perspective on 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 difficult and controversial conversations. Um, because they're, it's important. You're important. You're needed. Because I feel like society has become so, you know, so I guess progressive is the right word, but like, we just have, we just have to agree with what everyone says because if we don't yeah. agree, then we're in trouble or, you know, people are going to not like us or, or we're going to look, be looked at as like, you know, a woman hater or, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's just so distorted. Everything's yes. become.
1: And yeah. I agree. Like. I really love having these conversations because I think it's really important. And it's really important to hear whether you agree with me or not. I think it's really important to hear why I believe what I believe Mm -hmm. so we can further, like, have conversation. Right. And I think what's so dangerous in society is people just shutting down like we disagree mm. okay let's just not talk about it anymore <laughs> and then you know you get home you're hyperventilating because you're like oh my god i made that person mad <laughs> and i really think we should not be that way especially within friend groups because
0: <laughs> yeah um we, we have, had a situation like that yeah we um yeah a few, several of yeah i guess all of our friends got together yeah, for pretty much. and we, we were talking about some really intense good conversation yeah but like i even noticed myself like I was like, okay, let's talk about something else. Because, you know, it's almost like that initial... I don't know how to explain it. It's like that feeling of, like... You
1: don't want to make people bad. You don't want to make people uncomfortable. And I agree. You know, like, if it started to be like... And you know what? And that's why your mom's a hoe. Okay. Okay. Then it's like, okay, we've lost too far, the script. Too far, too we, far. we have lost the plot. <laughs> this is no longer a real conversation. Right, right, Um, But I think that we should be able to have these conversations, though, because how are we going to... So, obviously, I'm very, very confident in my beliefs, pretty cemented in them, and there were definitely people there who did not agree with me. Right. But I would have loved to hear why, Mm -hmm. It would have helped me learn. And who... I mean, they're not going to change my mind, but they could give me a different perspective. Right. But if we're just sitting here trying not to offend everyone... Right. Then we're not going to be able to do that. And don't hear me say not offend anyone like some of these other people are saying. I don't mean it. And, like, I'm not one of those people, like, we got to own the libs. We got (laughs) to, (laughs) like... Yeah, we're going to say the most inflammatory thing, and (laughs) you're going to agree with us. Like, and if you don't agree, you're stupid. Like, I'm not like that at all. I'm just saying, like... (laughs) Like, this is what I always say, and I say this on my podcast, and I say, like, if you're going to be an other girl, this is... We have conversations. We speak the truth. And the truth can be harsh. The truth can be I mean, Jesus was...
0: Jesus was, um... What's it called? He he offended people. Yes. With truth, right?
1: Yes. When we speak it in grace and in love.
0: Right, 100%. So
1: I always have the part, in grace and love, here is a truth. The truth is abortion is murder. Right. This is not necessary. Abortion is murder, and if you disagree with me, you're a slut. Okay, that's not... <laughs> that's not helpful that's not beneficial that's not how you have a conversation with people and I think we're having such a hard time having conversations with people because we're not having conversations with people right like any other skill we have to keep talking about it now do we I can talk about this topic all the time because this is something I very much care about and I want people to be aware like I part of the reason why I do so many segments about abortion on the podcast and why I do talk about this and I love coming on podcasts and just talking to other people about it is because I do think it's important to know um, because some people just legitimately do not know there are so many things in this topic that people do not know did you know that um, you know having multiple abortions increases I want to say up to 50% chance of of breast cancer
0: really yes I did not know that
1: so part of it is when you get pregnant, you know, you have all these hormones that are are in your body, all these things going on. Well, if you have an abortion, it takes your body some time to mm-hmm. readjust, and you didn't have the baby. Right. So all that stuff didn't go with the
0: baby when you give birth to the baby. Right. So it, it's things like that people just don't know. Um, or people just don't want to rock the boat, right? They'll be... Like we were saying earlier they just they're just like a yes man like they'll just go yeah. along with it because they don't want to cause controversy or well you know
1: here's another thing too um with example the abortion pill so there are people who can, can go online if technically you're not supposed to take the abortion pill after 10 weeks but you can go online and never see a doctor get a prescription and go pick up the abortion pill without having ever seen a doctor or even have it mailed to your house. Wow. Um, if you take the abortion pill after ten weeks, your the baby inside of you, um could die, but the second pill that's supposed to expel the baby mm-hmm. might not work. Wow. So you're walking around with a dead fetus inside of your stomach. Wow. And you could get sepsis and die. But if we're not having these conversations, if we're just oh yeah yeah oh a bunch of bills yeah sure fine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if we're not having these real conversations, right. your friend you have no idea like what is going on with your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's why I just think it's really important. I I really I think about these things. I don't want even like my friends like I don't want any of my friends to feel as if they only have one option. Right now. Can I myself help you raise the child? Sure.
0: <laughs> right. Is
1: that what we are planning on doing? Absolutely not. I don't think any of us are planning on raising right. it's other people's a children. baby together. Yeah. <laughs> um, but right. that's how life is. A lot of things happen that we don't plan. Right. A lot of things happen. A lot of things Most
0: happen. Most things happen. I Most things like. happen
1: that we don't plan. Will I help? Will... But here's another thing, too. Will most of your friends help? Right. I'm sure. I'm sure your friends will help.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I wanted to shift us a little bit to this idea, I guess, more more on the topic of popular culture. Like, okay. what does that look like to incorporate Jesus in popular culture? And, like, how do we see that happening now? Like, how how does this work? Like... I guess, like, yeah, like, what's your opinion on that in regards to, like, what's happening now? And also, I wanted to talk about how, like, I guess, like, the shift in popular culture too, like, the morality shift that's taken place in certain areas. Like, we're seeing, um, change for the good in some areas. Even people that aren't religious or Christian. And so, like, yeah, like, what do you feel about Jesus in popular culture and what does that look like, yeah, in your mind?
1: (sighs) Jesus in popular culture... I think it is really a fine line Mm -hmm. with Jesus and popular culture. I, when I think of Jesus and popular culture, I think of artists, like rap and, well, I guess only really rap.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm going to say pop, but I don't really know how you can have a pop Christian song. You could totally do I've heard some. I've heard some poppy Christian music out there. So
1: pop, rap music um having jesus in there i think that it is a fine line because we don't have to change jesus to, we don't have to conform jesus to this world right for example we don't have to make jesus a, a non-binary um <laughs> basketball rapper you know <laughs> we don't have to conform him to the world's the world standards. Yeah. Um, we can just keep Jesus the person that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very, it's very tricky to have Jesus in pop culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that shows like The Chosen, I've actually never seen The Chosen.
0: Me I've either. heard good I've things. wanted to watch it. It's on the list.
1: I've heard good things. I've heard some controversial things. Um, but I've heard good things. Okay. Um... And kind of to what you were saying earlier about shifting in morality. And I think a lot... So, another thing that we talk about on the podcast a lot is changing culture. Um, Because culture right now just really isn't Christ-honoring, I guess is the best Mm -hmm. way to say it. It's not very Christ-honoring. And one of the things, probably the biggest thing I've seen, is a lot of um, anti-porn things going around. Yes! Um, Some very prominent... Uh, like podcasters or just influencer types have kind of mentioned, you know, the no, no something November.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. No. What is it? I can't remember. I
1: don't want to say it.
0: Oh, no. Okay. No, not November. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So like stuff
1: like that. Like I've been hearing a lot about that and I think that's great. Now, you know, should we make sure that they're kind of connecting that with, Christianity and Jesus sure <laughs> but I think that just kind of is showing how um morality is kind of shifting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think we're shifting a little bit. I mean it's it's hard cuz I go back and forth and I'm like we're just getting worse and then sometimes I'm like there's little glimpses of hope here and there. Right. And I think this is one of the glimpses of hope. Um and what we need to be doing so oh that also reminds me there was a podcast I was listening to and they had this girl who was like the number one porn star like back when like porn was just like um super like they had all the movies and stuff like that so like and you know now people do it in their own bedrooms but like before when it was like <laughs> you know you guys know what I'm talking about so she was the number one porn person and she was on this podcast saying how she hated it mm-hmm. it was she basically was like it's just degenerate like it was just awful it was awful she's saying all these things and I'm like this is amazing i mean it was a very very popular podcast it's a podcast that's consistently in the top 10 weekly
0: um Mm
1: -hmm. and she was on there saying this i'm like this is good this is good that we're talking about this now listening to her she didn't say anything about becoming a christian so i don't think that had anything to do with it but i do think that's like kind of a step in the right direction i think that um yeah i think that's a step in the right direction i was gonna say something else but i'm not gonna say that
0: okay well yeah i think that there's a real i mean yeah i mean there's another really well-known um organization it's called um, fight the new drug and they're non-religious non-political and they have they have scientific evidence to suggest that pornography really destroys your brain Mm -hmm. and how you view sex Mm -hmm. and you know and all of that and like you're also like you realizing that you're objectifying human beings mm-hmm. and and like there's a lot to have to do with that but it causes a lot of issues and i did another podcast a whole podcast on pornography and um i mean it's just it's just such a prominent issue especially now like i feel like especially um you know men and women alike struggle mm-hmm. with these things um and i think that it's important to talk about it because again people you know they do their thing behind closed doors right so it's not like and there's so much shame around it right I was gonna say this is one of the
1: sins that um, people are doing behind closed doors and it's not discussed because Mm -hmm. you don't want to talk about it and you're right so much shame associated with sexual sin Um, specifically this sexual sin and you're not going to and I mean pastors for example they're not going to help their congregations right if they're not saying anything about it When you keep things in the dark, that's what the devil wants. The devil wants us to keep things in the dark and not to bring it back to abortion, but to bring it back to abortion. (laughs) That's the same thing. Like, the devil wants people, wants pastors not to discuss it. Mm -hmm. Wants them to leave it out of commentary on some of their sermons. Because if, you know, if you're not talking about it, then people don't know where to go. Um, Statistically, I believe it's one out of, Four women have had an abortion.
0: Hmm.
1: Now think about how many women in your church congregation have had an abortion then. And there's women sitting in pews who have had abortions And don't know about God's forgiveness and healing. Because their pastor's not talking about it. Mm -hmm. They are women in pews who are struggling with it. And they don't know what to do. They don't really know and understand how God's going to feel about it. Because their pastor's not talking about it. So. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Same with porn. Same with porn though. We're. if your pastor's not discussing it, if you're not having conversations about it amongst your Christ- with your Christian friends, right. it's going to stay hidden in a sh- so much shame.
0: Right, and there needs to be accountability for yes, that. Yes, there definitely you know, needs in community, to be Um And that's really, really important to have that. Um, yeah, and I think that, like, you know, it's like... Yeah, what was that verse that you said about, like, how things in the darkness, they come to light... Um, I'm trying to think. Everything in the dark comes to light. right.
1: I'm not quite sure if that's a verse or just something <laughs> right. like my grandma used to say.
0: Everything in the dark comes to light. I feel like like, that is a verse. It is a verse, it's but it's probably like.
1: probably in Proverbs. It sounds like something in Proverbs.
0: It sounds, it sounds right.
1: Anything done in the dark comes to light. But that's also something my grandma would say, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your grandma sounds great. I really, yeah. I, I'm sure she's great. Yeah, no, but I think that like this idea of morality, like it's really becoming more. It's not, yeah, again, I think that like, society is catching up with the Bible in a way.
1: I think so, too. I think that, um, maybe not necessarily catching up with the Bible, but realizing that, like, some of the things in the Bible are kind of helping us. Right. For example, the Bible says not to get drunk. hmm We all know that the, getting drunk is not fun. There's nothing fun about it. Um, your body feels terrible. You wish you hadn't done it. Mm -hmm. it probably is to everybody's benefit not to get drunk (laughs) the bible says to save sex before marriage we all know that um, STDs are rampant how do you not get an STD don't have sex even better (laughs) don't have sex with anyone that's not your spouse Mm. so it's like there's so many things that like God has outlined in the bible that are actually good for society Mm. Um, and I think we're coming to that conclusion. I want to believe that we'll people will come to that conclusion and run to God, but I think they're not going to do that if we don't tell them
0: mm. so this
1: is another reason why I think um making sure that when you are a Christian, you're actually living a Christian life that doesn't mm. mean you're perfect but you're actually living a Christian life, and you're telling people. I'll say like at my job currently um everybody does know me as the christian and there's just certain things that because i'm a christian i want to make sure that i'm actually living that life right so we were having a conversation about um about like what was it about someone snapping like people getting upset at us i don't necessarily want to tell exactly what i do it's my job but like I, do, I deal with a lot of, let's say, customer service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, sometimes people snap. And I made the comment that, like, no, I'm trying to, I don't really want to snap back because I'm mm-hmm. sitting here saying I'm a Christian and I want to make sure that I am um, exhibiting fruits of the spirit. I want to make sure that I'm not cursing up a storm because whatever mm-hmm. is lovely, whatever is righteous, think on these things. You guys
0: know what I'm trying to say. Um, Yeah. So. And yeah, again, nobody's perfect, but. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I make mistakes. We all do. Hey, we (laughs) all do. But I think, yeah, like, as you get closer to the Lord, it's just, like, your heart changes. Yes. And, yeah, it's, like, yeah, you, um, yeah, like, patience, kindness, like, I've especially noticed over the last several years, like, my heart has been so open to love in, like, ways that it's never been open to love Mm. before. Like, and it's been so much, I guess the Lord's just softened my heart towards love. And, like, not, like, not even just with him, but, like, with others. And, like, I have such a grace for people that I didn't have before.
1: And that's an example of evangelism as well. So, like, that's technically you evangelizing. Because that, you know, back to the topic of, like, um, how morality is shifting, that, you know, people seeing, like, your light, seeing how you love, seeing how you treat people, how you respect people, that is a great example of being a Christian. And people are going to be drawn to that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people tend to get... Again, I don't know if anyone is listening that's not a Christian, but, like, people tend to associate Christianity with judgment. Like, Mm -hmm. they automatically assume that, like, just because I'm a Christian, like, I hate people that disagree with me or... I'm going to judge you if I see that you're doing something that you shouldn't be. And like it's just such a distorted view. And again, I think there are people that go way off, right? Absolutely. Like think about those people that go stand on the side of the road and tell you that you're going to going to hell and you're yeah. like going to You know, and, and I think that those people are just so they've had a distorted view of Jesus and not they're not bringing God in love and bringing no. God in 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 um the and way some that we of them
1: could even have good intentions. Like, while well, I'm saying that, in a, am saying that with a question mark.
0: Oh, you're
1: asking? I'm, well, no, I'm saying. Well, I'm trying to be as Maybe, gracious. Yeah. I'm trying to be as gracious as possible. Some of these people could right. have good intentions, and they just don't know any better. Right. But it's just a terrible representation
0: of mm. Christ. And yeah, think about it. Like how does a person you could be the only bible someone ever sees yeah your life and like if if someone and again i'm sure that people that are not christian like they come across people christians quote unquote that are like yelling at them and spewing hatred and i'm like that is not what we're called to do Mm -mm. you know and i think that there's a real distortion on that um it's like that religious mindset of like i don't know almost like i don't know how to explain it but like that the, like, the rules and regulations mindset. Legalism. Of. Legal. There we go. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> Legalism. And, like, but, like, what about grace? Like, what about yeah God's grace and, you know, what he did on the cross for us and, like, loving people well? Like, that's, that's, that's the Lord's heart.
1: And I think one thing um, I've talked to my, my co-host about before is, um, it's one thing to say you're going to do, like, um, I'll – I'll use this as an example. I hope this is not too controversial. I guess you can cut Girl, it Girl, listen,
0: we've literally talked about all the controversy oh, tonight. Oh, so well, about we something else. So, like, okay.
1: respecting people's pronouns. Some, like, there's people who say, oh, psh, if I meet someone who turns out to be trans, and they're, let's say, uh, female to male, I'm going to call them female to their face. They can have a full beard, but huh, they were born a woman, I'm going to call them woman to their face. That's so easy to say if you don't know someone who is not trans. Mm. Now, am I going to sit here and say that you should affirm people's pronouns? No, I don't think you should affirm their pronouns. I think that you should recognize that people are people. Right. Um and that's such a tough situation to be in and use discernment during that situation when it comes up. I don't right. think that you know someone yeah i'll just say like that like i i don't i don't hear me say you have to affirm people's pronouns don't hear me say that but also don't hear me say that if you don't do that uh, there's a content creator. if you affirm someone's pronoun you're sending you're saying you're better than god and it's like i there's so much more nuance to that because people are
0: people Hmm. people are people right and people are broken you need to have grace and i think that like, that's what I'm saying, like, earlier. Like, God's just kind of shown me the Father's heart towards people. Like, like how does he see that person? Yeah. Right? Like, and I think that that's the tricky part. It's, like, you want to give grace and you want to love on them, but obviously lead them to truth, because that's the hard part. It's, like, yeah. you have to lead them to truth, but in a loving way.
1: And the reality is, it's hard. Like, I think a lot of those people, well, I know for a fact the particular person I'm thinking of does not have anyone in her life that um identifies as trans so it's it's so easy to say oh yeah i'm gonna do x y and z like this is what you need to do and (laughs) if you do anything different you're sinning you need to repent today like that's Mm. so easy to say when you're not faced with the actual challenge even the abortion issue sorry to bring it back to that again <laughs> it's so easy to say oh yeah those women who have abortions are just evil selfish women who don't care about anyone but themselves that's so easy to say if you've mm-hmm. never met anyone who's had an abortion right that's so easy to say if you've never been in this situation mm-hmm,
0: before mm-hmm.
1: that's so easy to say if you um never even
0: have to face a situation right. like that and you have yeah you have to have Um, grace. Yes. For people. Because, again, we're all broken people. We're all messy. And, like, someone else's mess isn't worse than mine. Yes. You know?
1: And the truth is the truth. Right. The truth is the truth. God made male and female. Abortion is murder. That's truth. Right. You don't have to differ from that. But you can say the truth in grace and in love.
0: 100%. And, yeah, I definitely, I think it's important to speak truth and support. It's important to Bring truth and it, like I was saying, like in a loving way. Like if you're faced with that situation, you know that is that is a tough one. It's hard because again, it's so hard. You know, we're in a world that, you know, you'll be you'll be called a bigot. You'll be called you know you'll be chast chastised I guess mm-hmm. for for having you know b- religious beliefs or beliefs uh, otherwise. You know, and I just want to encourage you guys like stay strong and in, in the truth. You know, and it is tough. It is hard, but knowing that you know. Jesus was controversial. I mean, yeah, literally, like we were saying earlier, like, he got to the point. I mean, he really did. I mean, he flipped tables. Like, he, he did all these crazy tables. things, and, and it's like, he calls it out, right? He's going to call it out, but in a loving while, way. Excuse me.
1: And can I also add, one of the things that really helps me and encourages me is just having friends that are helpful and encouraging as well. Mm. So when you're faced with these situations having friends you can talk to to talk through the situations with or even just to encourage you like um you're for example if i um am going to do a speech um at the capitol or something like that um before i did my speech i like reached out to a couple of friends hey can you pray for me encourage me as i did this because it's you know it's I enjoy, I love giving speeches I enjoy that, but at the same time you know, I'm passing protesters people protesting what I have to say that's not fun Mm -mm. Um, and sometimes, especially as a woman, you know, you get the girl the women looking at you like, how can you as a woman, you know, you get all these things (laughs) so, one of the great, fun, encouraging things is just having friends to talk to to encourage you in these situations and even when you're persecuted, Even when someone is going against you, if you have good friends, Mm -hmm. I think that really helps, too, to encourage you and bring you back to to the Bible, too. Sometimes you kind of can waver or get uncomfortable, but if you have a friend to be like, hey, hey, pal, look look what the Bible says, (laughs) buddy, look what the Bible says, that's really beneficial as well.
0: Definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, that's so good. And yeah, I'm blessed to have you, my friend and I'm blessed to have you. I think you're a wonderful uh at being encouraging as well. Thank you and
1: Kara's an amazing encourager Aw shucks oh no, seriously shucks. she is she's a really good friend to have and she's someone not I don't have a lot of friends like this, but she's someone who I can say, "Hey, I'm having this issue, can you pray for me?" and I know she'll pray for me. Now, do I do that when I always should? No. But <laughs> I know that she's someone I can come to, and it's really good to have people like that in your life. Oh, love you. Love you.
0: Well, Mal, it's been so wonderful to have you on. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on and, and sharing with us today about your pod, those other girls. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, check it, check her out. I will, again, be... Adding all the information to the bio. Is, it, is that what you call it? The bio? Yeah. Okay. Or the description. <laughs> the description. 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 Um, I guess I should know that too. I literally have no idea. Anyway, um, I just want to thank you for coming on and, and show sharing. Notes. Show notes. The show notes. Guys, go to the show notes. Ooh, um, if you want to follow her everybody. on Insta, she has an Instagram. Um, those other girls. And she's awesome and wonderful and highly recommend checking her out. And – yeah, I just want, I guess we can go through a quick synopsis. We had some good points tonight. What would you say our synopsises are today?
1: Um, I think a good synopsis would be speak the truth in grace and in love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be bold. Jesus flip tables. You can too. <laughs> Grab your friends. I had a friend. Uh, that was her Twitter bio. Jesus flip tables and I do too. And
0: I love that. I
1: know. It was funny. Um... Hmm. Don't know if she's still a Christian. But anyway. Oh really <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, um, be around good Christian friends and like the morality is shifting and we mm-hmm. have um as Christians it's our duty to be the light so when people are making decisions they know who to turn to. Right. And it's not to us, it's to Christ. And we can point them to Christ.
0: Right, 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 right. Something to think about. Yeah, like what does that look like in your life? Yeah, you know and and yeah like I think that we got to hit those controversial topics we need to be able to have conversations that are peaceful and loving and not and like yeah never to come across someone like oh this you know you're a horrible person or uh, you know just because you don't agree doesn't mean that their their opinion doesn't matter or that they don't matter as a person exactly and I think that's you know something that you do really well too of like you you're able to you let, like you, like you are saying, listen to what they're saying, be able to let them feel heard in that, but have that, that conversation. And yeah, guys, so be bold out there. All right. And again, thanks again for coming on my friend.
1: Thank you for having me. I
0: am honored. Uh, yes, I actually might be on her pod. I'm going to be on her pod yes, here. Yes, you definitely are, shortly. yeah. So you guys will have to catch her. Yeah. Check her out on Spotify and and um, what's the other one? Apple Pod. Apple yeah. Pod And
1: Amazon Music.
0: <laughs> Amazon Music as and well.
1: And iHeartRadio.
0: iHeartRadio. <laughs> All the good stuff. YouTube. Well. <laughs> <laughs> She's just on everywhere. YouTube. She's everywhere. Just look up those other girls and yeah. you'll find her and her amazingness. Um, well, guys, this is Freed indeed. I appreciate you listening and you guys have a good rest of your night. Bye guys. Bye.